Hello, everyone. I'm Remy. I'm Lucas. And I'm Casey. Welcome back. This is day three of the Day Ones Discourse. Um, today, for you guys, we're going to be talking about um, some superpowers that we consider to not be necessarily overpowered or something that you would find in a comic book. However, extremely useful in our daily lives, and we're all going to be kind of um, giving our pitch on what the best of those like categorical superpowers is and then we're going to be voting on which one out of us all of us would have to take besides our own and then uh, we'll if we have any more time we'll get into um, a list of super strange superpowers that we found online that's kind of funny so yeah why don't we just get right into it all right uh, I guess I'll start um, so the one that I would do would be to able oh my god be able to open anything with a knob so does that mean like cabinets and like armoires and stuff like that but not like a chest a turning knob so any door that has a has like a handle that can turn now hear me out most places you can get into it can be a locked door too just you're able to open any door with a knob that's about it. <laughs> I just think it'd be cool. You could just walk around. What are you practically going to do with this? What case you... Okay, if you... major... Picture this, picture this. You forget your keys for your house. You get... Or you get locked out of your house. You're out... You're stuck outside. Boom. Doors open. Boom. Your superpower is literally useless if you lock your keys in your car. Hey, I think I, I hit the subject on the head here, okay? Well, I'm yeah, you, so you couldn't open your car door because it's not a knob that you could turn. I'm just saying, so what? I, I think you should have just said all doors. I think you should have just said any doors, any cabinets, any chests, anything along those lines you can open. Well, I didn't want it to be t- too overpowered. Well, at this point, yours is basically like the average locksmith, so... <laughs> yeah, I, what you can do with your superpower, most people could do with the lockpick, all right? So, Casey, you're literally just describing someone's literal job. Why don't you just... If you're that interested in it, why don't you just take that as a career path? Okay, okay, your... okay. I'm, I didn't know it was Destroy Casey Day. <laughs> all right. All What's right. yours, Remy? <laughs> all right, my superpower would be to be just barely better than average at everything so basically you're jack of all trades so i am not good at anything i am not good at playing any sport (laughs) so me in real life but i'm not good at playing any sport i'm not really good at but i am better than the average person at whatever i do i would actually like that because then you could just do things and like people be like yeah he's he's all right the you know yeah they're never gonna be like oh he's terrible yeah. at that. Like, like you're never gonna go golfing with someone and then just be like oh my gosh why did we bring him yeah. along like, you'll oh. you'll never disappoint anyone you'll, you you if anyone wants you to do anything you'll be like yeah yeah I can do that it's actually got some low key tropes that make it really good as well yeah considering that like you're gonna be just but like just funnier just barely funnier than the average person <laughs> yeah. you're gonna be just barely charismatic like more charismatic than the average person or you're gonna be just barely smarter or something along those lines i don't right. know but you know that comes from the thing like if you really loved doing something you would never be good at it oh, God. you would never be the Actually, best Randy, that's kind of brutal dude <laughs> that would suck so much literally oh i'm just trying to think about the things that Literally, you'd want to do so bad, but you just couldn't do. Think about your career. 
Like, <laughs> I mean, so you want to give everyone kind of a little insight into what you want to do for a career? Yeah. So I would love to be like somewhere in the medical field, like a PA or a doctor or even an astronaut for that matter, if I could even get to that point. But that would be my future career. And, you know, I would never be like the best surgeon in the world, saving everyone's lives. You know, I'd save more than the average <laughs> surgeon, but not good enough to be the best surgeon. Or, you know, I would just be barely good enough than the average astronaut, but I'd never be like the first pick to go to Mars. Yeah. So essentially, if you want to be an astronaut, you go through the program and everything, but you're not the final pick. If you want to be a surgeon, you have about a 60% success rate. <laughs> Just very, very average. You could actually, uh, I'm thinking of a way, there's actually a way you could get around this, though. What? You say, it would it be on, like, word? Like, would it, would it depend on your verbiage? I'm asking about, like, what you'd be just barely uh, better than average at. Because you could say, well, hey, if I want to be really good at tennis, all you have to do is say, rather than, hey, I'm better than the average tennis player, you'd say, hey, I want to be better than the average professional mm-hmm. tennis player. Mm-hmm. No. It or, just or comes to... It's like astronauts, because astronauts are, like, the top, you know, 0.01% of all, like, astro biologist or whatever that like how Remy wants to be like an astrophysicist or an astrobiologist or something along those lines you could say well heck I'm just a normal one but at that point all I have to do is raise my standards and say I want to be better than the average astronaut and then all of a sudden boom you're better than all the average astrophysicists by a long shot and all of a sudden you're into this upper tier of like oh well now I'm an astronaut because I'm automatically better than everyone else well the way I would see that superpower coming in it would be like you're better like if you take a topic you're better than the average person at it but you can't be like I'm better than the best of that topic if that makes sense so yeah you'd be the better than the average astronaut or better than the average astrophysicist but you wouldn't be like better than the average professional tennis player you'd just be better than the average tennis player it essentially like pulling it into tennis it essentially be like you can make it to the qualifiers of some big tournaments but you never go past that you 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 can't beat anyone past that you you get the what the ten thousand dollars from winning some qualifiers and then that's all you're ever gonna be (laughs) if you think about it would you like in those matches would you if you played against like a top tier person would you lose that Because people ask her, then you say, just better than average. Mm -hmm. That's just got some unexpected caveats to it, honestly. I I feel like there's a way that you could definitely jerry-rig the system to make you the best at everything at that point. Just, I mean, I think it honestly comes down to your verbiage and kind of like what limits you decide to set on the power. If you're setting it just to physical performance, I think that would be the equalizer between everything. Just the ability to perform whatever you want to do. Like that, that would be what makes you average at it. But like you said, if you're going off of like, if you're basing it off of who you want to be better than, like, I want to be better. I want to be better than like a classification of people. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense because then at that point you can say like, oh, well, I want to be better than the average person at tennis period. Not, I want to be better than the average professional tennis player exactly exactly well yeah and then you can go into like you know more than the average person about certain subjects Mm -hmm. or you'd be better than the average person at doing research but you're not necessarily like if you just took an average person in whatever field or aspect that would be you're just gonna be slightly better than but it's not you're not instantly slightly better than them you'd still have to like actually put in the effort it's like you just gain the knowledge instantly it's like you'd still have to you know put in the effort to learn those things and at the end your end 
product would be slightly better than the average person. So you'd get a better grade than the average person on a test because that's just who you are as a natural person. That is brutal. That's terrifying because like if you have to be, if then you have to also work to just be barely better than average at everything, that's basically like what a normal human can already do. Like if you want to be better than average at at anything, like if you want to be better than average at tennis, you just have to practice. I thought you were explaining your, you, 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 it's easier for you. So you're able to pick up the stuff so much faster than everyone else to be better than everyone, uh, the average person. So it's, you, it's not like you, you pick up a tennis record and you instantly know everything about tennis necessarily but when you start playing tennis you're better than the average person i think honestly to equalize your power because at that point your power is like very very underpowered so i would i would say something along the lines of when we when it comes down to actually comparing them i think we should just give you the benefit of the doubt and say that um we're going to be taking you're you're automatically better than average at everything because there's a lot of scenarios where that would be really useful and then there's some that would just that would suck yeah so yeah Lucas. Alrighty. Um, so mine, I've actually talked about this, um, with a ton of the guys up in my fraternity and they always make fun of me for it because they think it's not actually that cool, but I think it'd be absolutely amazing. But the ability to never have to sleep and never get tired, like mentally tired or like not necessarily even like physical stamina tired, but just tired from the average day of doing things. So you'd, you'd never feel tiredness. And I think this would be really cool because with those extra eight hours a day, I mean, like Remy mentioned in the last podcast, you're spending a third of your life asleep, basically, if you're sleeping like the recommended eight hours per day. So all of a sudden you get eight hours more to go devote to anything that you want. So say like during the day, I talk about this all the time um, in, in relation to like living actually in a fraternity, because then rather than you know, during the day when I'm working on all like my mechanical engineering homework and like that kind of stuff, um, I would get to hang out with all the guys during the day while they're hanging out. And then at night while everyone else is sleeping, then I could start on my homework and then I'd have more than enough time as well to pick up a new hobby. So, I mean, and think about that. You have eight hours of being completely, basically undisturbed from the rest of the population to devote to whatever you want. So you could read as many books as you want during that time. You could go pick up as many different hobbies, talents, anything along those lines. So I think it'd be super cool because it it basically give you a third more life than everyone else would. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah, if you think about it, a third of your life you spend eight hours a day sleeping. That's and you know you live to be sixty years old. Twenty years of your life you spend sleeping. So if you if you think about it, you know logistically that is quite good and the only one of a few of the issues i'd see with it is you know a lot of stuff is closed after about 11 o'clock at night and doesn't open until about eight o'clock in the morning so that does limit some of your hobby picking up stuff so you wouldn't be able to just go out and like go into a shooting range and go shooting if you're interested in guns or you wouldn't be able like rock climbing at a rock climbing already closed or something along those lines however then it would allow you to say you had um, something along the lines of like a stay-at-home job, then it would allow you your full day of daylight to basically have access to anything in the world that you want to go devote your time to. And then say, rather than working your eight-hour shift during the day, you'd work it at night. And I think this would be like, honestly, if I got access to this power right away, like this power right away, I'd probably go with something along the lines of like a computer programmer coding, something along those lines, just because that is like a job that people can pretty frequently work from home um, with like certain employers. 
So with this, can you become physically tired? Like, say you wanted to, like, perfect a sport. Could you, like... Oh, yeah, you can become physically tired. It has no effect on, like, your actual physical endurance, strength, stamina, like, all those all those kind of categorical um, things to do with, like, fitness. However, you can't get physically tired from just, like... Like, you know how, um, if you've ever been traveling and you'll have a red eye flight and you've stayed up the whole night and the whole day and just from the flight alone and the traveling and just like the walking it's not extraordinary any amount of like walking distance or anything along those lines because you're actually in fact spending a lot of time sitting but you come home feeling physically tired as well just slightly just from like that mental aspect of doing a lot in the day so when you kind of delete that mental aspect of it I'm assuming that then also that kind of physical aspect of it would kind of correlate as well okay yeah that makes more sense well there's also like the question of say you know yeah it would be cool if you had the power but say your spouse or like your girlfriend or boyfriend had that power and they don't need to sleep anymore and they couldn't sleep next to you at night what impact would that have on your relationship yeah yeah one of those like little tiny uh like social monkey paws almost you know where it's like the, kind of the backhanded curse of then you kind of miss out on that uh, not necessarily social interaction in the sense of like you're communicating a whole lot but just um, like one of those social tendencies or connections so yeah that would definitely be kind of something that you'd have to think about beforehand however for me it wouldn't necessarily like make a difference because a lot of couples um, like if you have bad back problems and say your spouse doesn't, you may require a different mattress to them, which then force you to sleep in a different room or a different mattress, something along those lines. So, I mean, you can miss out on that anyways. So I, th- I mean, overall, I think that the, the whole sleeping idea would be pretty cool. So, well, it'd also be kind of a cool idea because, you know, if you and your spouse ever had a kid, you know, your, your spouse can just take care That's of the true. kid when they're awake. And then when they're sleeping, you yeah. can take care of that kid. And, you know, there, there's never the issue of, babe, you get up and take care of the kid. Hmm. But, but babe, I got to work in the morning. I can't be tired for work. It's just yeah. like, yeah, I'll go take care of him. You get your full night's rest. It's not that big of an issue. Yeah. And then you create a deeper bond with your child because you're the one staying up with them. Plus, I mean, honestly, you can, you can get, I mean, you could use this so heavily to your advantage in terms of success in the workplace as well because then all of a sudden while your colleagues are having to sleep at that point you could be putting in eight extra hours into Mm -hmm. to learning whatever you want studying um researching observing anything along those lines so i mean it'd be something that's super super useful well and also you know it would make getting more degrees in school so much easier because then you could do a you know you're like say you're at a job you didn't you wanted to go into as a kid and you found out you don't like it Mm -hmm. but you can't stop the job because you need money but you can't go to school because you need to sleep at night well now you can go to night school and go to your job in the morning and then eventually get that degree to change whatever job you're in yeah yeah there's there's so much you could do with that literally like you said, in school, school would honestly right now, if I had that, be the biggest thing oh, for me. It would, it would change everything because you're always just stressing about not having enough time to do things, mm-hmm. and you want to have you want to have a social life. You want to do other things rather than just school. So having that would that'd be insane. I mean, yeah, especially in college. Like one of the biggest things that I have problems with is trying to, like you said, fit everything in. 
Cause then it, it comes into play of like, how much time am I going to be putting into schoolwork? And if I want to get this GPA, then obviously I'm going to have to sacrifice on other aspects of my life. So that's campus involvement, or that's for me, like involvement in my fraternity or involvement in the grand social life that like you would have. Um, and then you also have to like take into play. Um, it would allow you to have access to go play like more intramurals and stuff like that in college as well. So Another really unfortunate thing about that superpower would be if you ever got sick, you'd never just be able to fall asleep and just mm. ignore the fact oh, that you're being sick. Be or, you know, would the healing process take longer because you, you're not sleeping and taking that restful sleep, you know? So that could be a very negative impact if you get sick often. Yeah. To balance it out, I honestly say for the sake of argument, Remy brings up a really good point, so we should, we should factor that into play, that it would make, let's say, all of the time... Um, like every single time you got sick, let's say for for the sake of argument, now with this superpower, your sickness lasts, you know, 75% longer or yeah. 50% longer or 100% longer. Yeah. Okay. So voting time. In my defense, real quick, I just want to say <laughs> my superpower has no negative effects. So... <laughs> You just get to open doors. If, if security systems still see you like breaking into a door, if you decide to use your superpower outside of the law, that's only if, only if. Also, the other worst part about your superpower is that it's completely useless in day-to-day activity. So I'd say that's a pretty big negative there. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> How often, Casey, have you ever desperately wanted to get inside of a door and been completely and utterly unable by all use of your resources? <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's vote. All right. Who thinks my superpower is the best one? All right, we're going to make the caveat as well. You can't vote for your own. Okay, okay. Wait, one, please. No. <laughs> okay, no. so I lose. Uh, who, who votes for Rebby's? What was your superpower? Mine was a jack of all trades. Yes, Being able yes. to pick up anything and be instantly better than the average person uh, well, at it for me out of casey's and remy's i'm gonna go with remy's <laughs> uh, so i guess i had technically have the deciding vote right now oh man <laughs> holy cow um honestly i'd have to go with not sleeping yeah <laughs> let's go! and there's just so much to that that you could do you could add so much to your life so yeah. i'd definitely choose that well, Alrighty. we can probably, yeah, we can probably end it right yeah. here. Yeah, I think it's getting into um, our final segment. So uh, we're going to go into this week's three song recommendations. Um, Casey, I started off last week. Um, so do you want to start us off this time? Uh, Sure. Um, all right. This one's... This one's a heavy one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to, you the, have to mention this. Yeah. One. Um, so the this is a song just definitely definitely a heartbreak kind of song. Um, it hits you really hard if you can relate to it at least. Um, it's called "Happiest Year" by James Young, and ooh, it's it's brutal when the instrumentals to it. I mean, the song is just a beautiful song, whether or not you can relate to it. Because I mean, the, the the instrumentals are just absolutely perfect, and then the the actual lyrics are just poetry. So yeah. I mean, it's. And his it's voice so is amazing oh, too, yeah. so it just it just makes the song. Yeah, I would definitely agree. All right, Remy. 
Um, I'm going to have to do a throw out to uh, my favorite band of all time, which is called The Band Camino. And uh, the song I'd choose is Who Says We're Through. It's kind of a, a fun song. It's it's not really about breakup, but it kind of is. But it's it's kind of like, um, you know, not being not giving up on someone even even in the worst times. So it's a it's a really fun song, really upbeat and, and kind of kind of a, a good listen. Alrighty, um, for this week's song, uh, I'm actually going to give a, uh, a big old shout out to Apple Music for recommending this on my uh, For You playlist. <laughs> not um, a sponsor. Yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> However, that's just the music platform that I use. So um, this one's called uh, Second Guesses by Carling. Um, I don't know, it's just, it's melodic and it's a fun uh, song. So yeah, go give it a listen. Sweet. Well, that's it for today. Um, Feel free to reach us, reach out to us on our social medias, the Day Ones Discourse on Facebook and Instagram, and at the Day Ones Disc on Twitter. Feel free to ask us anything, and we might actually talk about it. So we we likely will. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. N- probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. All right. Really see ya. It. See you next week.